You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers previous game. And welcome to the Sixers postgame show here on the Sixers Radio Network. Tonight, victorious yet again, 189 over the Chicago Bulls. I'm Devon Givens with you for the Sixers postgame coverage. Right now, we head back down to the center for Sixers head coach Brett Brown. Swept under the carpet. He did it with... All of us and his teammates, probably more importantly, felt his uh, success. Another three-pointer if it wasn't for the uh, six guys on the court there. What, what, what happened on that? Uh, yeah, I thought that was confusing, though, the rotations. Like, it was hard for them to try to find that extra guy. We, 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 we played a different rotation tonight, and, you know, we subbed kind of consistently over the years. And a group went in, wasn't communicated, and uh, you know that's that's what happened. That's that's I'll own that. It's a, a direct result of playing new rotations and new people. Tobias was trying to run off, I think, at the end. Yeah, he was trying trying to get him off, and Mike Scott was coming in for Tobias, and there was confusion. I appreciate you bringing that up, though. Coach, two, two wins at home, and now you're going back out on the road where you really haven't had the same type of success. What can you take from these two games and kind of carry it with you on the road to kind of turn things around a little bit on the road? Just the um, the, the intensity defensively. Um, I think the, the, uh, the, the pride of learning, like how we're going to guard people, the game plan. You know, and there's many layers to it. You know, even with a team like... You know, Chicago is you making somebody a driver? Is he left-handed or right-handed? You're going to late switch? You know, just the basic knowledge that he just wants to get to his left hand. All that type of stuff I thought was on point, especially in the second half and especially in the fourth period. Um, you know, I think that if we look at our fourth period defense, I don't know what math would tell us, but I suspect it would say that we're pretty darn good at home, especially in closeout quarters roles differently than pretty much the entire league at this point. So how do you feel like you guys dealt with 
I, I, I didn't like I didn't like it as much uh, in the first half. I felt like we held it either one dribble too long because it's true, like they hedge. We held it one dribble too long and we, 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 we threw it and we let them off the hook or we threw it a second late. Like we didn't take the additional dribble, we just didn't throw it quick enough. I thought when we didn't take the extra dribble and we when we had a mindset of I, I need to get off it because I didn't turn the corner, then you played four on three behind it and the ball moved and I liked it better in the second half. I thought in the first half it was okay, but I liked it in the second half where we could get them scrambling and moving around. And I, I think some of uh, Furkan's looks were produced through scrambled defense. Winning head coach on the evening, Sixers Brett Brown, after his home team, of course, at the center, once again, taking care of business 100. 89 over the visiting Chicago Bulls, improving to 27-16 and 16 on the season. 20-2 and two now at home for the Philadelphia 76ers. Once again, I'm Devon Givens with you here on the Sixers postgame show right here on the Sixers radio network. And tonight, as Brian Seltzer alluded to throughout the entire second half, as Furkan Korkmaz really got going, it was his night. 26 minutes and 45 seconds, 8 of 11 from the floor. Most importantly, 6 of 9 from behind the three-point line, totaling with two free throws mixed in there, 24 points on the evening. And when we speak about and hear Brett Brown talking about trying to grow a shooter, and we see that coming to full display tonight for the 76ers, struggled in the first half as a team where they really couldn't find the three-point range. One of eight in the first quarter, two of six in the second quarter, totaling three of 14 for 21%. But then the second half, in the third quarter specifically, five of eight from behind the three-point line, and also overall at that point, eight of 22 and one of seven in the final frame of the fourth quarter, once again getting up to the number for the team overall, nine of 29. But to but Furkan Korkmaz growing him as that shooter, six of nine, looking very comfortable. You saw him early on where he knocked down a few shots, had a few things going to the basket as well, a, a floater that he mixed in, and just the confidence that he has. And if you watch Furkan Korkmaz from time to time, and I, and I know you all have, seeing him play the way that he does, you can see he has a flair to his game a little bit. He's very confident in what he does, not only shooting the basketball from the perimeter, but also putting it on the deck and making a play not only for himself or a teammate. But tonight, when they needed it, being able to get things done, as Brett Brown talks about, needing more three-pointers, 29 on the evening. So got their fair share up. Chicago, 8 of 35 from deep, and the Sixers, 31%. Chicago, 22.9%. Getting those shots up, getting those opportunities, and for the most part, very good looks for Furkan Korkmaz. You heard Brett Brown just mention how some of them were off of scramble drills where the ball just simply swung back into his hands and he was able to confidently step into those shots and knock them down. And once he had one, two, three, four, he was in a really good rhythm. The rim opened up for him. As you know, you see one go through, you see two go through, then all of a sudden you start to get a flurry of them, and that's what Furkan Korkmaz did, confidently knocking him down to the tune of 6-9 to nine from deep for his 24 points, 8 of 11 overall from the floor. Phenomenal performance, a career high in points, and also a career high in makes for Furkan Korkmaz tonight from behind the three-point line, leading 
all scorers tonight off the bench. In general, all scorers in the game with those 24 points. The next high is Zach Levine for 23 pacing the Chicago Bulls. Sixers victorious tonight, 189 behind the scorching outside shooting from Furkan Korkmaz for 24 points. Sixers win tonight at the center, 189. Devon Givens with you here on the Sixers postgame show on the Sixers radio network. Great performance from Furkan Korkmaz leading all scorers tonight with 24 points, connecting six of nine from deep in 26 minutes and 45 seconds. So in a low number like that, you know how good he was in this game overall to put up a nice number, 24 in 26 minutes. We head back down to the center where the man who was calling the game tonight in for Tom McGinnis, our guy from Sixers.com, of course, and you hear him pre- and post-game. You heard him on pre-game with D-Lineham and I earlier, and that is Brian Seltzer. B. Seltzer, if we look at how this game played out very close in the first half, the 76ers trailing the Chicago Bulls 47-46, really couldn't get a good rhythm offensively. A solid defense overall from the Chicago Bulls, but in the second half, as you alluded to, Furkan Korkmaz really got hot, and he carried the t- helped carry the team to the victory tonight. Yeah, and I thought Al Horford was really big early on in the third quarter as well. He had his fourth 20-point game of the season. He hasn't scored 18 points uh, since a game against the San Antonio Spurs towards the end of November, right before Thanksgiving. So, yeah, the third quarter, no question, was the turning point. And I I think Furkan and Al were the stories on the offensive end of the floor. But then, defensively, the Sixers were able to start preventing. In other words, I guess stopping would be the more direct way to put it the open court opportunities that Chicago was able to accumulate early on in the game that got them out to a relatively solid start. So I thought the transition defense uh, picked up a little bit for the 76ers or just eliminating run-out opportunities in general because, I mean, you you let a guy like, obviously, Levine get open in open court. Um, Laurie Markkinen, if he's driving the basket, he's tough to slow down. Uh, I think the Sixers did that, and it was a combined effort between some of the stuff we talked about offensively and I think defensively, too, areas where the 76ers tightened up that helped them turn things around in the second half for a second straight game. 29-6, the Bulls, the advantage in the fast break points. Selson, as you uh, pointed out, early on in the first and second quarter as well, I remember just looking at it and saying the guys are just getting out of the lane too easy in transition, and they have to figure that out, and that's something that they did with the defense in that second half. You alluded to also Al Horford and his role, 20 points tonight, six assists, five rebounds, eight of four from the floor, two of six from behind the three-point line in 32 minutes and 20 seconds. And when you look at what he's been able to do now stepping in for, for Joel Embiid and the starting role at the center spot, it is now, again, a new role for him. Obviously, being the man next to Embiid, having to fulfill that role, and now stepping in and doing something totally different where he knows he's going to be the guy for a little bit. It takes some time. And tonight, you could see the results of him playing within himself, within the offense, and putting up those 20 points in this game tonight. He got a couple baseline jumpers, uh, Devon, a few up at the elbow. Obviously, he popped out um, for two three-pointers in tonight's game. And I, listen, I know that Horford's been up and down a little bit the last couple of weeks, especially since he returned from that two-game injury absence in the middle of December. But, you know, he's scored in double figures now six straight games. And for me, looking at Al Horford, um, obviously this time of the year counts and the regular season's important. But um, I, I trust, based on the body of work that we've seen from Al Horford over the course of his career, that when it matters the most, when you need him to be there, stabilizing, key presence, the track record shows that 
you got to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to be there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that it's a long season, uh, and certainly um, his shooting percentage was down for a bit uh, the past couple weeks, but who knows? Maybe something like the way he finished the game against the Nets on Wednesday um, could have served as a springboard to what we saw tonight. Don't know if he's going to get uh, 20 points each and every game. I'm not necessarily certain that's what the Sixers need, but you're right. He's been asked to do things differently, not just on the offensive end without Joel Embiid, but certainly how the Sixers scheme up things defensively and tonight he was really really good he was that Al Horford level good that I think Sixers fans uh, became uncomfortable with when he was playing for another team in green and white uniform the last three years Uh, he had a really I think good vintage game tonight Brian Seltzer joining us live from the center calling the game tonight and for Tom McGinnis and Brian when you look at tonight also just the production from Ben Simmons yet again through three quarters phenomenal with 18 points overall from Ben Simmons, as he played very well, eight rebounds, five assists, very aggressive through the three and setting things up in the fourth quarter. What did you look at his performance once again tonight? I think that the good news is, is as we head past the midway point of the season now and towards the All-Star game break, it seems like there's no slowing down for Ben Simmons. Um, I think tonight he found ways to help set up people, get other people involved, while also going for his own. It was just another night where it seemed like he was very much in control of what he was doing. Um, We know the presence that he provides defensively. Um, I think deservedly that's getting a lot of attention. Uh, But also I want to piggyback off that. and Let's let's turn it over to someone like Matisse Theibel, Mm -hmm. um, who had a lot of time right on Zach Levine tonight, another difficult assignment after he faced off against Kyrie Irving for a bit against the Nets on Wednesday. And, you know, the moments that he had to go up against Levine, I I thought he looked good. And I think Theibel – um, continues to show why Brett Brown wants to give him more run at this stage of the season. Three blocks, a couple steals. Uh, he has now over 50 steals on the season. Uh, and then there was that memorable swat that he had chasing down Zach Levine from behind as the game was winding down. I think that combination, what, we, what we've been able to see the likes of Simmons, Richardson, and now Thibel do, yeah. some of the interchangeability of them on defense, um, that's been really advantageous, I think, for the Sixers. And then, of course, on the back end, you have Horford and Embiid helping out if in the, in the event that those guys get by. By the way, he can block you from behind, as we saw tonight against Zach Levine going to the basket. We've seen that quite a bit during the season. Final one. So it's one thing that Brett Brown has talked about for quite some time now, and that's protecting the basketball. And over the last couple of games, Celso, we're starting to see the number go down or stay at a certain level. And tonight, only 13 turnovers for the 76ers, protecting the basketball, giving themselves the opportunity to get some buckets. Right. Just a couple games ago, there was the weird four-turnover game that they lost against Mm -hmm. the Pacers. So, without a doubt, I think that that's helping them. Um, I just want to see, not to totally go off this point, I'll ask you, like, what do we got to see for this team to do what they do at home on the road, right? Like, is that that right now is, to me, and I think a lot of other people out there, the missing link. I kind of like it that that Brett has, it sounds like, been talking about it more openly the past day, day and a half. I kind of like that. Do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, listen, tomorrow, tomorrow, back at, back at it on the road against New York, and and we'll see how they go out there and perform. But it's good to come off of these two wins here against Brooklyn and Chicago. Do exactly as you said, protecting the basketball number one, and just make sure you do that and carry that type of performance from your home floor on the road and come away with the victories. Only seven and fourteen. You have to improve that, of course, if you want to be where you want to be later on in the season. No doubt, my man. No doubt. Well, listen, man, uh, you'll be back tomorrow in my chair at, yes. that I am in for you. And uh, 
great job tonight, of course, calling the game for Tom. Enjoyed listening to it. And we will certainly be listening out for you tomorrow starting at 7.20 for the pregame coverage. Sixers, Knicks, live from the Garden. Thanks so much, Sells. Have a great night. Thanks, dude. I got to give a quick shout-out to Marty Dickerson, Tyler Zuli, and Pat Egan, which I did not do when I signed off the first time. And thanks to you as well. Well, I would have done that for you. No worries. I know. know. (laughs) And mercifully for the Delaware Valley, Tom will be back tomorrow. So thank you, everyone, for your patience tonight. Great work, man. man. Thanks, man. Sixers come away with their 27th win of the season, beating the Chicago Bulls 100-89. to And the 76ers got things started. Ben Simmons aggressive in the first quarter, strong to the rim for the point guard. Tied up at 10. Levine had 39 for the Bulls in a win over the Sixers last year. The Sixers return the favor as Horford up top goes inside to Simmons, who with the reverse jam puts the Sixers back in the lead 12 to 10. That was a great pass by Al Horford. Eight points in the first frame for Ben Simmons, leading all scores to open things up. Furkan Korkmaz, it wasn't just the third quarter, getting things started as well in the first. Korkmaz buries another three, this time from the left corner. The 76ers up 22-18, 2.49 to go in the first quarter. And that was Furkan Korkmaz's only shot of the first quarter, nailing that one, 22-18. Sixers uh, right now trailing the Chicago Bulls at the end of 1-24-21 as we head to the second quarter. A little boost from the bench, Kylo Quinn giving the Sixers some much-needed energy. Well, Nato from the top of the arc, down the lane, switches to the right hand off the dribble. No good on the runner. Kyle O'Quinn, the putback off the glass, and he's got it. Kyle O'Quinn, this is what a veteran does. He stays prepared. 27-23 at that point. Kyle O'Quinn off the bench, contributing six points, five rebounds in his 15 minutes and 40 seconds of action. Ben Simmons carrying over the first quarter play to the second, once again strong in the paint. Simmons, top of the key, working on Young, inside, kicks it right corner, Richardson, Richardson puts it on the floor, shot clock at seven, he lobs to Simmons for the alley-oop jam. Great pass by Josh Richardson, and Ben Simmons breaking free above double coverage in tight to throw it down with two hands. Finding those little spots, Ben Simmons to get free, 42-41, Chicago at that point. Sixers at the half, trail the Bulls by 147-46, the third quarter. Sixers erupted for 35 We'll just let Brian Seltzer and Furkan Korkmaz let you know what really happened. Simmons tossing to a cutting Harris left baseline. He's quickly doubled. Tobias Harris works to Korkmaz. Right corner three. Furkan Korkmaz flushes home another triple. Korkmaz with his third triple of the night. He's got nine points. Thibel, front court to the right side. Goes mid-post right to Simmons. One-hand pass to Korkmaz. Left side. Korkmaz! Put him anywhere! And he's going to knock it down from the outside. Furkan Korkmaz with his fifth three-pointer, 76ers by 11, 74-63. Josh Richardson is in along with James Ennis III. Korkmaz rise up left side, contested, still good. Furkan Korkmaz can do no wrong. His sixth three, 77-63. 14 points in the quarter for Furkan Korkmaz, perfect from the field and from the free throw line, contributing two free throws as well in that five minutes and 24 seconds of run. Think about that. Five minutes and 24, knocking down 14 points. A great quarter for Furkan Korkmaz not to be left out. Al Horford really got things started, as Brian Seltzer pointed out. Four or five from the field. One three-pointer for nine points in seven minutes and 52 seconds. The Sixers up at after three, 81-71, 35 points 
of course, in that quarter to 24 for the Chicago Bulls. In the fourth quarter, Ben Simmons, not to be outdone yet again. They couldn't stop him going to the rim. Horford settles it down, tosses left post midside Simmons. Simmons goes to work on Hutchinson, driving to his right. Ben Simmons, the gentle touch for two. 91-79, 76ers back up by a dozen. And for good measure, that was 91-79 at that point for Ben Simmons. And for good measure, not from behind the three-point line, Furkan Korkmaz showing that he can do more than just shoot from the perimeter. Simmons backs it out to the right sideline, up top to Korkmaz. Swings it left sideline to Horford, back up top to Korkmaz. Shot clock at five. Furk drives down the lane! Two-handed jam! Furkan pass Felicio, flushes it home, and that gets the 76ers bench up and the fans as well. Strong flush to the rack for Furkan Korkmaz. Again, the star of the night, 93-81 at that point. Sixers score seven more points to end the game to win by 11, 189. Picking up yet again their 27th win of the season. Their 20th at home at the center. Very comfortable there. And it showed again tonight against a team that they – should have taken care of, and they did as they broke away in the third quarter. Having their troubles from time to time in the third quarter themselves, they certainly found a way in the third frame this evening at home to put up 35 and really spread things out for the 76ers. Only 19 points in the fourth quarter, but they only gave up 18. So they won the quarter. They took care of business in the third and the second half just simply outscoring the Chicago Bulls in a big way coming away with the victory tonight and in the second half overall 54 to 42 the 76ers 18 points for Furkan Korkmaz in the second half tonight Sixers back on the road tomorrow back-to-back fashion they head to New York Madison Square Garden to take on the New York Knicks should be an entertaining game. We'll see how things go tomorrow. Matisse Thibel playing very well with the starting unit, picking up two wins at home. Brooklyn on Wednesday, Chicago tonight, and we'll see if the 76ers can keep their winning ways tomorrow. Getting to the free throw line this evening 11 times, convert, con, making all 11 free throws on the glass, 44-37. to 37. Nine offensive rebounds for the 76ers. 13 turnovers, we pointed out. Only 13 turnovers, so that's good to see them protecting the basketball. They're certainly going to have to do that again when they hit the road for New York tomorrow. But tonight, getting it done in the second half, 100-89, to victorious over the visiting Chicago Bulls, who dropped their record to 15-28 and on the season. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.